0: Let's talk about leadership development, in particular, this topic of self-help development. There's a huge amount of self-help material out there. And what's become quite common now, which is probably more common than, than it was in our day because of the rise of the Internet and the sharing of information, is, are the articles now. and the articles. And the interesting thing about the articles is that the articles do seem to promise more than either the books or the courses, quick fix solutions. Yeah. Uh, you know, the rise of the word hack, a leadership hack. And I'm not completely against the idea of, of hacks as quick shortcuts and little tips. But in a lot of articles you read now, they seem to have gone a bit further than that. And it's basically a shortcut to great leadership. And that's when I start to get very, very sceptical and And I know you have a similar view about that, don't you, about what it takes to actually properly develop yourself as a leader?
1: Oh, absolutely. I I think that sometimes when I'm thinking about this, I, I feel really conflicted because on the one hand, I know and I realize that there is absolutely nothing wrong with trying to better oneself in any sort of way possible. And there are a lot of ways to do that. And there's a lot of effort that is put into that and so I would never ever want to tell people that it's all a waste of time or anything like that on the other hand though I think a lot of what you receive these days in the forms of emails maybe some podcasts maybe something else fit into this notion of a hack which is something that is very easy to do which will realize instant benefits. And I personally think that that is a false construct, that is, that is overpromising too much of the benefit for too little of the effort. And the analogy I use is if you imagine some mountain, I, I imagine a dozen people kind of walking around this mountain thinking, you know, we don't need to drill through this mountain and make a tunnel. If we just tap it in the right place, the whole mountain will come crashing down. And I think that that's just absurd. And so this is a silly analogy. But to me, it it really crystallizes that where the flash of insight or the change of focus could be done very quickly, and in the leaders we've talked to, they do identify those points in time the actual work to develop that into a long-term gain takes a lot of time and effort and if we need to explicitly recognize that we should do so because i think it's forgotten these mm. days mm. yeah yeah
0: I, I, absolutely i think that's that's so true i know, you know i think it's it's a it's a it's a bit of a cliche i think but i think it's true for leadership as it is in so many walks of life Uh, if you want to be a good leader, then the best thing to do is lead and then lead some more and then keep on leading and learn from what you do as a leader and take feedback. Um, But I I agree with you entirely. It's, It's not an overnight process.
1: I think that's exactly the right perspective. And when I think back to my personal experience, I can remember a very difficult realization that I had I had the opportunity to work with a coach one-on-one to develop my leadership and those conversations were very insightful and one of the insights was painful for me because I recognized the answer to two questions. So the first question was, did I want to be a better leader? Uh, Did I want to be a more influential leader? So that's an easy question to answer. The Mm -hmm. answer is yes. Who wouldn't want to be better? Mm. That was easy for me to answer. The second question though was did I want to become a better leader? Did I want to become a more effective leader? And that's a slightly different question because the process of becoming a better leader is just as you say is to lead, to lead in difficult circumstances, to fail as a leader and to learn from those failures so that you develop your skills and your perspective. And to become a better leader, one needs to really get outside their comfort zone. So I had to ask myself, do I want to become a better leader? And that answer was also easy for me to make. And that answer was no. And so that was a kind of a painful realization, but I think it's a useful distinction because they are two different questions it's an important point for me the general principle though is that you me any leader we can talk about moments of insight the moment that anything changed the the speaker who said this thing and it was really influential yeah but the recognition of that influence can only be done viewing your life backwards. You reflect on it and you see that was the inflection point. That's where it kind of changed. And there's a whole bunch of work that goes through that. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about a book that I've read or a conversation that I had with somebody, I can say now in retrospect that that was very influential and I can connect the dots, but I can only connect the dots backwards. And those insights get accompanied by a lot of work that goes on in the intervening years and you can see that that was the source of all the benefit but the benefit is not instantaneous
0: so what would our advice be then to somebody who maybe said well how should i approach the whole thing about self-development i think one of the first things we're saying is don't look for the quick fix keep going um and maybe another piece is When you're looking at self-help books, again, don't look at them in terms of of the quick fix and don't expect them to transform. But we aren't saying don't look at them and don't use them. So what are we saying about how you should use them?
1: I think you've really put your finger on it with the essence of self-help advice that we can give people, which is if you want to become a better leader, lead. Yeah. If you want to become a better writer, write. That really is the essence of it. That is the shortest, best piece of wisdom, is to find opportunities to practice your craft, whatever it is, and practice, 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 and get every lesson you can from every single example.
0: I'm sure you chose it deliberately you've used a word there that, that is very very important to me and that is craft and yes. I do believe very strongly that leadership is a craft um, and I, I could talk for ages about that but by, by a craft I'm talking about something that really does take time years to hone and develop and it's never uh, the development and, and the honing of the skills is never finished and I think absolutely it's really helpful i certainly found it very helpful to to look at leadership in that that sense uh you know whatever whatever you want to be if you compare yourself to a um a sort of master cabinet maker making better and better cabinets every day there's no difference in terms of the development path than uh between a, uh, somebody doing that and somebody being a
1: leader and i see that as really a critical distinction Because what I've observed is that the people who succeed have a good viewpoint at the very beginning of their journey that the problem is large. It's not something that has a quick solution. It is something that is going to take time. And you need to take it a step at a time. And by engaging in that step-by-step learning procedure, taking it as a craft, I think what happens is you approach the problem at a fundamental level, and because you're taking it a step at a time, you're okay with just really understanding it at that fundamental level, and that is the way that you make progress. That is the way you get understanding. The mistake that I see people making is that they try to solve the whole problem at one go. They're looking for this hack. And so they want to deal with every aspect of leadership or every aspect of a strategy at the same time. And so what happens is they engage with the whole thing and they think like, well, I more or less touched every part of this. And therefore, I feel like I'm working on the whole thing. But it's too enormous. And the solutions they come up with are so general or are just so sort of bromighty or glurgy or I don't know what to call it, but they're they're so general and vague that you don't get that fundamental understanding. And so because you don't have the good principles that you're developing, you can't really get better. You just kind of get confused. And it's like you're kind of pushing concepts around without building anything. And you're mm. not developing a craft there. Yeah. So I think that people who try to solve it all in one go do themselves a disservice. Because what they come up with is so vague that there's there's nothing really there to get value from. Whereas mm-hmm. the people that have the understanding at the start that I just need to take a piece of this issue and develop it and understand that piece, okay, they're not gonna solve it all in one go. They're not going to have the hack. But they are going to make progress and it's funny because if you look at it in that fundamental way i think that it's inevitable that you make progress
0: yeah i think the the thing that that um, comes to mind when you say that is uh, for me it's very much about true development takes place in in the development around specific specific situations you, you might you might want to call them the small things but I, i'm not sure that's necessarily the right word but it's it's certain situations and certain specific Specific situations that you learn and you improve as a leader. And what you gain is you gain uh, sort of techniques, tactics for that that particular set of circumstances, but you also grow as a leader as a whole. The the thing that comes to mind is I remember a stage where I improved a lot my ability to handle poor performers. Uh, And it was triggered because I had one particular poor performer who I inherited from a previous manager who, uh, t- typical thing, uh, that the issue had been dodged. She was a, um, very nice, very friendly, but she just wasn't cutting it. And it was like no one could seem to bring themselves to actually uh, deliver the words that she needed to hear, give her the feedback and help her. Uh, also, she was very good at, at, at dodging uh, evidence that indicated that maybe she wasn't performing so well. And when I got the role, which included this person, one of the things that my manager said to me is you need to you need to deal with her because it's becoming a problem and it's not been tackled. So I did do that and I went away, uh, asked some advice, um, researched lots of things, thought of some ideas before I finally then took on the situation and, and spoke with her. And it was probably one of the best performance interviews I've ever done. It was extremely difficult for both of us. But I did do it well. I know I did do it well because it did tackle the the problem in a way that that hadn't been tackled before. And what helped me was actually quite a lot of little things. I mean, just one thing that came to mind that I, I can't remember where I picked it up from was say the bad words and, in fact, write them down. So don't shy away from saying poor or unacceptable Actually, and if, and if and this thing was write those down and make sure you say them. Don't don't sort of hedge them. Don't try and make you know. Don't worry about uh head softening your words so that you, it you know you don't hurt someone's feelings. You've got to say those words. You can deal with the feelings in other ways. And there's that one tip actually was incredibly powerful because that was the thing. She'd never had anybody say these things to her. And the other thing was you know make sure you back it up with well documented evidence. Which I also did, and and I remember reading somewhere the words "well documented" or underlined, and it said, you know, when you give somebody bad feedback, it's hard, it's it, it's hard to take, and one of the natural reactions is to go into denial. Well, you have to get past the denial, and the way you get past the denial is to make it completely incontrovertible that it was as as you were saying, and then you can start dealing with well, why was it bad, and how can you can you deal with it? But that. One step and learning that th- th- those particular techniques a equipped me to deal with poor performers in the future. Not that I had that many, fortunately, but it also taught me a huge amount about me as a leader and my skills in dealing with people in in difficult situations. So, yeah, I think it was the specific that helped me grow in that one situation, but also helped me grow overall. Did it transform me as a leader? No. No, because the interesting thing is I can remember now over the years following that incident, drawing upon that that experience and being able to apply things that happened in other situations and as a result growing um, then also. So it didn't transform me. It equipped me with some things to think about that helped me then tackle other situations in the future a little bit better each time and i like you know i like very much what you were saying about step by step because i agree i think that's how you do it i think it's how you grow and that goes back to the whole craft thing again
1: if you had another poor performer that you were managing and you had to have that conversation do you feel confident you could do it again oh yeah yeah absolutely even would now. it be would it be easy
0: no <laughs> no <clears throat> no, it wouldn't be easy at all. No, they're not. They're not easy conversations to to have. But, um,
1: but those, would... are, those are those are the right answers, I think. Yes, yeah. you feel incredibly confident you could do it again. But it's not like you do it once. And now the roads are clear. All mm-hmm. the traffic lights are green. It's just very it's it's still very difficult. You know, you can do it. But is it going to be easy? No way.
0: And there, there's the point. In the one thing I know that if you are going to have that kind of conversation, you're going to have to put the work in. Having a having a, a performance conversation with a poor performer takes in orders of magnitude. I'm exaggerating a bit. Extra effort to do well. So no, not easy. But the point is, I now know it never can be easy and shouldn't be.
1: Yeah.